The Boston Bruins are officially more than 25% through the regular season with some injury issues on one hand, a tough schedule on the other, and an even-keeled attitude throughout it all. Let's talk about where the Bruins stand at this point in the season on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Monday, November 28th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every single day. The podcast is available on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, whatever else you use. I'm a Pocket Casts fan myself. Uh, you can also find the podcast on YouTube in video form and with some bonus content along the way there as well. You can find the podcast on Twitter, Instagram at LockedNHLBruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. I hope you all had a great long weekend. For those of you south of the border, of course, those of us up here in Canada, just a regular weekend with the loss of uh, Canada at the World Cup as well, which was a bit of a bummer, but uh, this is a hockey podcast, and that's what we're talking about here today. The weekend was kicked off by a thrilling overtime victory over the Carolina Hurricanes on Friday. I talked about that directly after the game. And there was some cause for concern after that one, as most notably, Linus Allmark was forced to leave the game after a collision with Connor Clifton in front of the net. On Saturday, the Bruins gathered for practice, and head coach Jim Montgomery said, There was no bad news to report, which, by definition, is good. Uh, But how quickly Allmark and some others are going to be back, they just don't know quite yet. Uh, Montgomery said Allmark is feeling better. That was a Saturday, so that's a good sign. Uh, Craig Smith also left the win over Carolina with an upper body injury. He is listed as day-to-day. Uh, Trent Frederick suffered an upper body injury in Boston's win over Tampa last week. He skated on his own after Saturday's practice, so he's progressing a bit. And also of note, Derek Forbord, who has missed the past 11 games after suffering a right middle finger injury that required surgery, is getting close, according to Jim Montgomery, And he said he would be shocked if Forbort isn't back by a game on Saturday against the Colorado Avalanche at TD Garden. Luckily, kind of for the Bruins, maybe not so much for us, uh, they only have two games this week. One 
tomorrow night against the Tampa Bay Lightning, and then they're off again till that Saturday game, uh, giving the players three days of rest between games over the weekend, and then another three days of rest after the game tomorrow night. So it's kind of a good quote-unquote time to be injured because there's only those couple games. Maybe Allmark will miss one. Um, no news as of yet in regards to the recall of Keith Kincaid from Providence. Uh, we'll see here on Monday if he's at practice. And uh, I would assume that Linus Allmark will get the start tomorrow night against the Lightning. And then we'll see from there who his backup is and when Allmark might be back in the lineup. So that's the good news when it comes to Allmark. Certainly he's been arguably Boston's most valuable player here in the early going. A legit Vesna trophy contender. And possibly the favorite at this point. He leads the league in wins 13, 1, and 0. He um, leads starting goalies in save percentage. Anybody at least 10 starts, he has a 9.35 save percentage. Uh, Alexander Georgiev and Ilya Sorokin at 9.33. And uh, his goals against average, which I'm not a huge fan of that stat, but still... He leads all NHL goalies in that regard as well with the mark of two. That's with the minimum of five starts. So on the one hand, they certainly need him back in the lineup as soon as possible. They also kind of need uh, Jeremy Swayman to find his game. He hasn't been particularly stellar to begin the season, although he did stop all six shots he faced in the relief win over the Hurricanes. He's now 4-2, and two, but with an 890 save percentage. So it would be good on one hand to be able to give Allmark some rest here and to get Jeremy Swayman up to the level that we expect of him uh, moving forward. Uh, as good as Allmark has been, you want Swayman getting some action and kind of spotting Allmark so that it, he is fresh for when the games matter most in the 2023 part of the schedule. Again, we're only 25% of the way through the season. A bit over that, actually. 21 games played out of 82. And we're going to talk about where the Bruins stand here at the quarter mark in a moment. But first, this episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. The holiday season is officially upon us and property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally around this time of year. That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. In an emergency, they have 24-7 professional monitoring agents that use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real 
so you get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system we recommend. 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL today. It's their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. Simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. That's Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. All right, so through 21 games... The Boston Bruins are tied for the league lead in points with 36 level with the New Jersey Devils, three ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights, five ahead of the Toronto Maple Leafs. When it comes to point percentage, however, our Bruins are firmly in first with a mark of 857. They've played one fewer game than those red hot. New Jersey Devils. Their regulation and overtime, oh sorry, regulation wins, second behind the New Jersey Devils. Regulation and overtime wins, also second behind the Devils. The Bruins still first in the NHL when it comes to goals per game at four. And they are now second when it comes to goals allowed per game as the New Jersey Devils Uh, are allowing 2.18, Boston's at 2.24. The power play's humming along third, oh sorry, tied for second in the NHL, 29.3, with the Edmonton Oilers, Colorado Avalanche first at 33.8, and the penalty kill still second in the NHL behind San Jose. Uh, Boston's at 84.3, San Jose's at 90.3. Three, But here's the thing. The Bruins have really struggled on the power play since Derek Forbort got injured. Uh, prior to his injury, so he was injured in a game on the 1st of November. Prior to that injury, the Bruins penalty kill had a 93.9% success rate. That was through the first nine games of the season. Um, Beginning on November 1st, that mark has dipped significantly. Uh, So today, the 28th, we kick it back to the 1st of November. The Bruins penalty kill over that time is ranked 13th in the NHL with a 78 percent success rate so they're really missing uh Derek Forbort especially on the penalty kill a lot of people will kind of poo-poo for a better term his impact on the team but there's really no denying how valuable he's been on the on the penalty kill and the Bruins really do need him back in the lineup for that purpose. Um, so yeah, they 
have taken a bit of a step back in the month of November, although they were 10 and 2, 3.83 goals per game, which is fourth. Uh, they're allowing 2.17 goals per game in November, which is ranked third. And still an incredible team. Uh, the Boston Bruins have been so far this season. Now, I've talked a lot about how this really tough stretch of games is now upon them. But as far as Brad Marchand is concerned, they're not approaching this stretch any differently. They've already played, you know, Tampa, Florida, Carolina. They're 2-1 and one in those three games. Over the next two weeks, they'll play the Golden Knights twice, Colorado twice, and the Tampa Bay Lightning in there as well with one game against Arizona. Marshan said a lot of people look at these teams, these games, and say they're statement games. But he doesn't necessarily agree with that. Any team can win on any night. You see it across the league all the time where the last place team can beat the first place team. And, you know, sometimes that happens. But whether it's a first place team, these games against the Golden Knights, or that game in Arizona, it's all about being prepared. He said it's about being consistent, being good, professional team, being ready to play. Each night is a statement about how they're going to be prepared. If they're learning from past mistakes, if they're maybe sleepy in the second or third, whatever it is, it's all an opportunity to continue to be better and to improve on their game. A fantastic mentality to take in the midst of an 82-game season and with an eye on the playoffs. There's no point in the season where you can get complacent for too long without paying for it. Um, any team can win on any given night. Maybe not uh, the uh, the Anaheim Ducks, who last I checked were still without a regulation win. Actually, they have one now, I believe, uh, which is pretty insane. But there's still that talent level across the league where you cannot, you know, not be as prepared for the Vegas Golden Knights as you are for the Arizona Coyotes and vice versa. You always have to have that mentality where you are bringing it 60 minutes a night and not suffering from too many lapses, building bad habits that could come back and bite you um, later on when the games matter most. So right now, the Bruins, of course, 12-0-0 at home. They've only played um, nine games away. They're 6-3 and three in those three games. Their three losses coming against Ottawa, Toronto, and Florida. And they will be going on the road here for some tough ones coming up next week. Um, but we'll tee up what's ahead on the schedule this week here in a moment. But first, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. 
Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, hockey, soccer, esports, and more. They are the number one spot and the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix, whether it's player or game props for individual matchups or futures like betting on Stanley Cup or NHL awards. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. And again, thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. Please do subscribe on your favorite podcast app on YouTube. And be sure to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast next for a viewpoint from around the world of sports. Quick word about Boston's underlying stats at the moment. Let's look at where they rank in terms of all strengths. Shot attempt differential, they're sixth right now with a 52.9 positive mark. Expected goals, they're second, 56.93. High danger shot attempts, they rank third in the NHL. And they are also sitting fourth when it comes to shooting percentage and second when it comes to save percentage. I've talked before about PDO, how those numbers could fall back a bit at some point. And if Linus Allmark is going to miss any length of time, you know, it's going to be um, tough for them to keep up that team mark unless. Our boy Jeremy Swayman can really step up and um, steal some of these games against Tampa and then Colorado. Colorado does have some injury issues, which we'll talk about later on in the week. We'll do a bigger preview of the Tampa game on tomorrow's podcast, as well as update uh, the Atlantic. Or I think we'll kick it up to the Eastern Conference power rankings now as we have a better picture of who's in and who's out in the playoffs, especially in the Atlantic division. We know that it's going to be incredibly tough for uh, Buffalo, Ottawa to get back into contention. There's six teams over 500 in the Atlantic right now. And uh, the wildcard race is going to be fascinating right now. Florida is on the outside looking in behind Detroit. So we'll talk about that on tomorrow's podcast for sure. All that to say, the Bruins have had a fantastic first quarter of the season. And they're not taking it for granted, it doesn't seem. Brad Marchand, a de facto leader in the room, talking about how you have to be prepared every night. There's no statement games per se. Uh, They don't see the game last week against Tampa as any different from a game a couple weeks ago against Chicago, Philadelphia, Vancouver, these teams that are further down in the standings. That's a great mentality to have, and that is the benefit of having such great leadership in the room. I should mention Boston's stat leaders at this point in the season. 
David Pasternak offensively tops across the board. 14 goals in 21 games, 18 assists, 32 total points. Well ahead of um, Patrice Bergeron in goals, who is second with nine. David Krejci with eight. Uh, Hampus Lindholm, second on the team in assists with 14, followed by Brad Marchand and Pavel Zaka, each with 11. Patrice Bergeron with 19 points. Lindholm, 18. Krejci, Marchand, uh, 17 apiece to round out the top five on the team. Pasternak, 15 power play points. Brad Marchand, 12 of his uh, 17 points have come on the power play. So it would be nice for him to get his five-on-five play up a bit more, um, as well as some shorthanded action as well. Pasternak almost lapping the field when it comes to shots as well. He's got 106 shots on goal, almost 40 ahead of Patrice Bergeron and Jake DeBrusque, who have 68 apiece. How does Pasternak stack up? against the competition league-wide while he's tied for third in total points. He's got 32, level with Leon Dreisaitl and Eric Carlson. And behind Jason Robertson's 35, Connor McDavid with 36. Uh, His 14 goals behind Jason Robertson, who leads the NHL with 18. Bo Horvat, 17. Connor McDavid, 16. Bo Horvat, keep an eye on that name as it could be a player that the Bruins target later on this season uh, on the trade market. He would be a fantastic, you know, with all the uncertainty surrounding Bergeron Krejci moving forward, Bo Horvat would be probably one of the best options down the middle for the Boston Bruins. He's an unrestricted free agent this coming summer, and Vancouver might not be able to keep their captain. Uh, It'd be great to add him down the middle as well as add that leadership to the room. So that's where the Bruins stand at the quarter mark, my friends. Excited about what's coming next for this team, beginning with tomorrow night's game against the Lightning, which we'll preview on tomorrow's podcast and update the Eastern Conference Power Rankings. Hope you all had a great holiday weekend. Please do take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.